Hello again, my sweet friends, and welcome to the third episode of the Fuck If I Know podcast. I am so excited to have you here today because we are talking about money mindset, and money mindset is the number one thing that I get asked about when it comes to manifesting because we all want more of it. Money makes the world go round, whether you like it or not, it is just the... Um, just is the way it is. And so today I wanted to talk to you about money manifestation because I often do pep talks on my stories, but it is such a huge topic like money manifestation, money mindset, how we get past blocks. And it's just an enormous topic. Um, Also being someone who's conscious of doing hella long podcasts, which I don't listen to. So I like to keep them short and sweet. I'm probably going to do this in a series. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. I know you will. um, And you'll be able to tune into the rest of the podcasts as well in relation to money. I think it's going to be something I talk to you guys a lot about because I love talking about it. To be honest, I love talking about anything that makes people uncomfortable and money makes people feel super fucking weird. So the thing is when we're manifesting money, we have to kind of get to the the root cause of why we want that money. Like when we do manifest things, we have to understand why it is we want to manifest something. You might be sitting there going, well, because I fucking want it, Gabby, obviously. And I get it. Of course, we all want fucking more money, obviously. But what is that money for? What will that money enable you to do? Is it actually freedom that you want to manifest? Is it freedom of your time? Is it having more... Um, material goods in your life which is also fine you're allowed to want material goods like what is the basis of you wanting more money is it to not have to stress about paying bills anymore is it to go on big bougie ass fucking holidays is it to eat off a Versace plate because why the fuck not why is it that you want to manifest money so I want you to sit and think about it and get really really clear on the desire behind the manifestation of money because what often people do is say I want to manifest a million dollars But the reality is that they wouldn't even know what to fucking do with themselves if they had a million dollars. A lot of people say if they were to win the lottery, the first thing that they would do is give it to other people. And that's because we have this fundamental built-in belief that we have discomfort around having surplus or having too much money. So we just want to fucking give it away. So when I put this poll on my Instagram saying, if you were to receive a million dollars tomorrow, would you feel elated or terrified? And a lot of people voted terrified. But perhaps if you did vote on that poll, you were thinking, no, I'd really love a million dollars. But then sat and thought, if that money appeared in your account tomorrow, would you know how to handle it? Would you invest it? Would you put it in savings? Would you know how to do that? Would you know how to deal with people requesting that money from you? Because everyone knows when people win the lottery, that they get random relatives come out of fucking nowhere asking them for money. Do you have boundaries? in place to enable you to deal with people like that do you know how to fucking invest in things like you know so there are a lot of questions that come around that and we seem we seem to forget that when it comes to manifesting that our manifestations will have consequences not necessarily bad consequences but good and neutral and I guess bad by you know definition consequences but are we prepared for the reality of our manifestations and at the end of the day if the universe does not feel that you are ready and able to hold a million dollars and it simply will not send it to you and that's the basis of manifestation that the universe always has your back the universe knows what's good for you and if not that then something better maybe two million who knows Uh, but we just have to trust in the universe and its ability to deliver to us what is what we actually need and if it knows that we can handle it I use this example as well in the sense of maybe followers on Instagram you know so we say oh I want 10,000 followers on Instagram but do you have the capacity to hold 10,000 followers on Instagram are you prepared for getting randoms throw you hate on your posts you know are you prepared for that not that it will happen but it fucking just does right nature of the internet are you prepared for that if you're in a sales product-based business and somebody and you know somebody came on yesterday and 
you got 10,000 followers, sorry. So you woke up, you had 10,000 followers all of a sudden. Would you have the capacity and the systems in place within your small business to hold that many product sales, to hold that many bookings? Maybe not. So we just have to be really conscious of when we're manifesting money and manifesting anything really, what the consequence of our manifestation is and if we're prepared to handle it. And if we're not, then we need to come back and adjust that manifestation. So when it comes to manifesting money, how the fuck do we do it? So there are a lot of things that we can do. There are some minds, there was a lot of mindset stuff. There's some actual woo woo kind of stuff that we can do. And I'm going to give you a whole bunch of stuff. So to begin with, when it comes to money, what we need to do first is release our blocks and identify our limiting beliefs around it. So as I was saying, you know, you might think you want a million dollars, but maybe when you were a child, you were told that money doesn't grow on trees or that you have to work really fucking hard to earn money or only rich people have money and rich people are assholes. So it's coming to identify that limiting belief and the amount of things that I got from this poll on Instagram about that I put up a couple of oh, a couple of days ago about money and the amount of stories that people had associated with it was really fascinating to look at. And, you know, so their manifestations were, I want to be rich, but then their fundamental belief was, oh, rich people are assholes. And us being humans, we probably don't want to be an asshole. So we're actively repelling being rich because we think rich people are bad people. So we're not able to embody the, the feeling of being rich. And I spoke in the last episode about how we embody our manifestations. So that is relevant to manifesting money as well. So our limiting beliefs usually come from our parents because they're our parents, right? They have their own limiting beliefs, which they receive from their family and from their scenarios and their situations. And then we adopt them as children. So I would say like apart from relationships, which are obviously embedded into our psyche when we're quite young, money is one of the biggest things that we are aware of from a very, very young age. You know, I think that... that um, that saying money doesn't grow on trees everyone knows that one that's one that goes around all the fucking time and so we con we subconsciously take on our parents beliefs and then we bring that into our reality as adults so if you really think about how you feel about money right so sit and have a think about it right now how does money make you feel anxious stressed depressed liberated empowered how does that make you feel right um and if our fundamental basis of that feeling is negative then we're not going to be able to attract it in because we know that the universe acts on energy and energy reciprocates energy so if things are high vibe we attract more high vibes if things are low vibe we we attract more low vibes and we know that negativity is a low vibration so we just attract more negativity more debt more bills more difficulty with money more limiting beliefs um so how do you feel about money what are your stories about money do you believe that money is hard to come by Do you believe that money doesn't grow on trees? Do you believe that you have to slog it out for 14 hour days just to get by? Do you believe that you could ever be a rich man or woman? How would that feel? What would it look like if you were a rich or man woman? Does that make you uncomfortable? So having a little think about these limiting beliefs, um, you know, one that really stuck with me for a a long time. And I was very lucky that um, our family, what I picked up from my family was quite a healthy money mindset. However, that being said, we did not have a lot of money. We struggled, 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 struggled with money when we were younger. My family struggled um, to the point where, you know, our washing machine wasn't working. So my mum put her hand in the washing machine mechanics to try and get it going and cut her hand open um, and had to take her to the doctors like because we just couldn't afford to get it fixed, but we needed clothes to be washed for school. So I just want to preface, you know, this whole conversation around whilst I do have a natural good money mindset, 
we were not rich people. We were not rich people growing up. So I definitely don't come from a family of incredible wealth. So I just want to preface that. And there's nothing wrong with coming from incredible wealth because you can still have limiting mindset around that. But I just want to tell you that so you're not like, oh, yeah, well, Gabby's always, you know, fucking had money or whatever. Like whatever story you come up in your head about why this isn't isn't going to work for you as we always do come up with those limiting beliefs. So for me, I was very lucky in the sense that even though we struggled to make ends meet and, you know, I saw my mum go through this like difficulty trying to wash our clothes, you know, for school and all of that kind of stuff that fundamentally the belief that my family has kind of going through them is that money is there to be enjoyed and that money doesn't come with you when you die, right? So money cannot come with you to the afterlife. So enjoy it while you're on this earthly plane. And that has always really stuck with me. What I took away negatively from that was money comes, money goes. So that was a story that was very much repeated to us when we were younger. Money comes, but money goes, which on the surface looks like a good money mindset, but not really because that was my experience. I'd earn and save a bunch of money and then it would just fucking disappear. But then I'd be like, it's okay because it'll come back again, and which is a good thing because I knew it would always come back. But if I have the option and we all have the option and the choice into how we feel and how we think, if I have the option to think money comes, money goes, or I have the option to think money comes, money grows, G-R-O-W-S, grows, which one am I going to pick? I'd rather pick money comes, money grows because I want it to stay. I don't want it to fucking go away. But by me constantly repeating this mantra of money comes, money goes, oh, it's all right, it'll it'll leave and it will come back. All I'm doing is reaffirming that belief around the money. So if you're someone who says, I'm always broke, I can't save money, I'm bad with money, I spend money on frivolous shit, I don't know how to handle money, or my husband takes care of money, or my wife takes care of money, or you know, we don't talk about that in my family. If that is your fundamental thought process behind money, then you are actively already repelling it from you literally and yes we get bills yes we have taxes yes we have bad things happen and I'm not saying that they don't I'm not saying that situations don't happen people's fucking houses burn down they get robbed all kinds of shit happens in our lives right the difference between the people who thrive and the people who just survive in life are those who decide to change their mindset those who decide to forgive the past stories not live in the past not live in the fucking limiting beliefs and get on with it now again that's not me saying that you haven't had shit happen to you and that might piss you off me being like get over it but if you look at any any fucking person in the world who is successful they've had shit happen to them in a variety of degrees from very very bad to like just kind of a little bit bad but this is all contextual in people's lives right so we can't compare but what I'm saying is that the the defining pattern between all successful people is that they decided not to live in the past not to live in their stories and sit in victim mentality I'm always broke I always get bills I never make money I never get promoted right they decide not to think that way instead change their thought pattern and do fucking differently They decide to spend their money on things that are worthy. They decide to invest in coaches. They decide to start a business. They decide to fucking do differently. They decide just in the simplest form to change their mindset every fucking day to look at money positively and not negatively. And the beauty of that is that it is totally up to you. You have that power. You've got the ability to think differently. No one else can change that in you except for you. I can sit here and tell you all the affirmations. I can tell you how to release your limiting beliefs. But after this podcast, you're going to have to go out there and you're going to actually have to do the fucking work if you want to make change and you want to call in some dollars into your fucking life. So if you've got a limiting belief, let's use, for example, um, I'm really bad with money, right? Just a really simple one. I'm really bad with money. Instead of repeating this to yourself every single day, I'm really bad with money, switch it. I am comfortable with money. I am very good with money. I save my money like a motherfucker. I know how to equally save and spend. I enjoy my money. 
I love investing in myself. It is safe for me to have money. That's a huge one is safety around money. This fear that it's going to be taken away from you or that it's going to disappear. If you have too much and you're a magnet for it to be bad, like surely if things are too good in my life, they must go to shit at some point. That was a huge one for me as well. Of Things are going suspiciously good. Surely something bad is going to happen. And then it would because I thought something bad is going to happen. So safety and stuff around that as well. It is safe for me to be a rich woman. It is safe for me to have an abundance of money sitting in my account. It is safe for me to pay my bills. And that's another thing when we come to money as well is is the energy of money. So we associate and we sorry, we assign the energy of money. So money is a neutral entity, right? Right from back in the fucking day before cash and cards and credit and all this was in the world, we would trade goats for barley or we would trade flour for coffee or whatever. Like we've always been in an existence where we trade for goods and services. And then we've developed coins and cash and cards and money. And we've developed this as we've grown in in the world. Um, Now Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff as well. And this is a new way that we trade for goods and services. But somewhere along the way, someone decided that money was evil and gave it a personality. But money is just a neutral fucking energy. And we need to remember that it's just a neutral energy. It's an exchange for goods and services. So we give it its personality. We're the ones that say money is evil or we're the ones who say that money is good. And again, the difference between successful people and people who aren't succeeding is their thought about what money is and whether it's good or bad. So every time you think about money, if you think, oh, money's a bit dirty, money's evil, money's gross, like, you know, money makes people bad people, you are assigning that energy to it. And I know that that can be a little bit of a like, oh, like, oh, no, don't pin it on me. It's not my fault, rah, rah, but it is your thought process. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's literally your thought process. So if you think money fundamentally is evil and bad, you are going to continue to experience money as evil and bad. You're going to be a magnet for fucking fines and speeding tickets and bills and all of this kind of stuff. You're going to be a magnet for losing money, for being having money stolen from you, from just like losing a $50 note out of your wallet. You're literally a magnet for that experience because you keep saying it. You literally keep saying it. So you have the option to give money and energy. And if you have that option, what energy would you like to give it? I know I'd like to give it a positive energy. I'd like to give it high vibe. I trust in money. I love money. Money does make the world fucking go around. When I'm a rich woman, I am able to live my best fucking life so I can show up and I can serve more people. I can buy a fucking microphone so I can give you a free podcast so that you can listen I can invest in my small business, my friends' small businesses and help them thrive. Because I have money, I'm able to run courses that are able to share my knowledge with people so they can go out and make money. At some point, we all got really, you know, at some point in your life or our lives or the world, we all decided that having money, you know, for the majority of us is a fucking bad thing. And I'm not saying that you have to give the money away, right? So, you know, we look at it and as humans, we have to justify why, we, why we're doing well. So, you know, I can go, I'm a rich woman and because I'm a rich woman, I can help other people. And yes, that is true, but it's also safe and okay for me to be a rich woman so I can help myself too. Like I'm allowed to take care of myself. I am allowed to have the nicer things in life. And by me having more money does not take away from anyone else. So this is another thing, another limiting belief that people have is that if I am rich, it means that I am taking from someone else, which is a limiting belief that money is an endless resource because money is an endless resource. And I know that that might trigger you as well. And you might feel a little bit like, well, it's fucking not Gabby. Like it's, you know, there's only a certain amount in the world, but again, you have that choice onto how you, how you view money. Do you feel it's a limited resource or an unlimited resource? I know what I want to believe in. Money is energy at the end of the day and they print it. They fucking print it. 
right? There's digital coin money now. Like it's literally internet money. So money is an abundant fucking resource and we are allowed to tap into it. There is no one who can tell you that you're not allowed enough or you're not allowed more. Only you tell yourself that. Or even if someone does tell you, that's not their fucking, they don't have permission to do so. You, It's all up to you whether how you take that on of, yeah, I, you know, I should, I don't deserve that much money. Rah, rah, rah. That all comes down to you at the end of the day. So thinking about a couple of those things, how can we move forward with a more positive money mindset? So first of all, identifying those limiting beliefs, identifying your opinions on money and why you feel money is bad or what your limiting beliefs around stories, your limiting beliefs and stories around money are just identifying them first and being aware of what they are. And do you want to hold on to that story? Do you want to continue living life believing money doesn't grow on trees? I have to work so fucking hard to earn it. I'll never be a rich woman. Are they the stories that you want to believe or do you want to believe I have the power to become a rich woman? I deserve to be rich. Money is safe. I love money. Money loves me. So it's first changing those limiting beliefs and you're going to meet this resistance any fucking time you spend money, any time you spend it. But the good news is if you keep identifying that limiting belief when it pops up into your head, replacing the story, getting into a high vibrational state about money and loving on money, then you're going to progressively work through this limiting belief and it will pop up less and less over time. Um, And there's so much more around that I'm going to talk about in the second episode about um, expanding and when we hit the new ceiling of where our comfort in, in wealth is and what our version of success is, right? The second thing that we can do is start to show gratitude for money. So this is a really interesting one because we show gratitude for a lot of things in life, but often we won't show gratitude for money and often we won't show gratitude for things that we think are bad with money. So like bad in in, in commas there because when we come to things like bills and debt and fines, it's so fucking hard to be grateful for a speeding fine, right? That is a hard thing to be grateful for. But if you can shift your mind into being grateful for the shittier sides of money that you, you know, we're calling shitty or what you're calling shitty, um, you're going to be able to become a magnet for it even more. So showing gratitude daily for money. So I'm going to give you a little challenge to show 10 gratitudes for money daily. So you're going to mix these up. So some of the gratitudes are going to be around money that you've already got and abundance that you already have. So if you are listening to this on an iPhone, you know, fucking in the car or at home and going for a walk, all these things, right? If you are able to listen to this, then you're already abundant as fuck because you own a phone with access to the internet so you can listen to a podcast. So grateful for that. So writing gratitudes for money you've already got. Then you're going to write gratitudes for money that makes you feel uncomfortable. So for debt, for fines, for bills, right? This is how we show. So instead of saying like, oh, I'm so fucking annoyed about this debt. I hate this debt. Rah, rah, rah. I'm grateful for this debt because it allowed me to complete my uni course or be on my uni course. I'm grateful for this debt because it allowed me to purchase my car. I am grateful for this debt because it allows me four walls and a roof over my head. I'm grateful for this debt because. So finding a way to be grateful for the negative side of money, the perceived negative side of money. If it's a speeding fine or a ticket, I am grateful for this speeding fine because a speeding fine meant that I got a speeding fine and I didn't kill somebody with my fucking car and my speeding and I'm grateful that the universe sent me a little message to say slow the fuck down I am grateful for my bills because my bills are what give me electricity give me heating give me my phone give me my internet give me Netflix give me fucking anything give me my fridge cooled or my house heated or cooled down as well I'm grateful for my bills because they allow me to do that and then the last thing that we're going to be grateful for is that money that we don't have yet but we know we will have and we're calling in 
So if you're wanting to have a set amount, you know, in a financial year or you're trying to manifest something for a course or you're trying to manifest, um, you know, money to pay off a bill or, or just more financial abundance in general, we want to manifest and be grateful for things as if we already have them. So I am, you know, say you want to call in $5,000. We write, I am grateful for lovingly receiving $5,000 with ease. I am grateful for a $50,000 year. I am grateful for getting five new photography bookings this week. So speaking those gratitudes into reality as if they already happen, which is why you want to bunch them together with stuff you've already got, like the iPhone, you know, so we're saying I'm grateful for my iPhone, I'm grateful for having, you know, $10 in my wallet, I'm grateful for this or a rah, I'm grateful for my bills, I'm grateful for my debt. And then we finish up with the gratitudes of things we don't already have. Because as we know from the last episode, our brains don't know the difference between reality and what is not reality. So if we start bunching all of this stuff together, our gratitudes for $5,000 cash as well as the things we've already got, it starts to not really know the difference and we become a magnet for that experience and that opportunity to come our way. Now I'm going to talk about manifestation a little bit more in another podcast about how we manifest you know, effectively and how we can call money and all of this kind of stuff. But this call was ma- – sorry, this call <laughs> – this podcast was mainly around – limiting beliefs around money and how we can start to shift our mindset to a positive money mindset in the next call oh my god what is wrong with my brain today in the next podcast we're going to talk about manifesting money how to get past the fear of uh, the fear of money ways to keep in high vibe and um, high vibes and high energies when we've got debt how to unlock protect potential how to release our grip on money and so much more I had a few questions come through as well on like breaking the stigma um when can you know if you've really got to the root of a block Uh, someone said they felt like they keep discovering more so I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in the next podcast for you guys but I hope that gets you started on shifting that money mindset so your homework post podcast is to go and debunk those limiting beliefs rewrite the stories change that mindset and to get into an attitude of gratitude about money And if you do it every single day, just keep doing it every day in the notes on your iPhone or you can write it in your journal or even do it with a friend or your partner and be like, all right, 10 things we're grateful for about money. It becomes a really fun thing to do together and you can keep each other accountable as well. So I hope that has helped you guys today with the start of unblocking your limiting money beliefs. I'm really excited for the next podcast where we can dive even more into this and how we can do some magical things as well to bring money into our lives. But as we know, when we manifest, we have to get to the root cause of something first before we are able to manifest. We have to get past a limiting belief before we can manifest so I can tell you all the woo-woo shit I can tell you all the crystals and all the things that you can get to help you manifest money but if your base belief is that money is rubbish and that rich people are shit then all the crystals in the world aren't going to fucking help you okay so go and work on those limiting beliefs this week and I can't wait to get in or get in touch I can't wait to chat to you guys again next in episode four about how we can continue to work on our money mindset and manifest all of those dollars